0: What's up, everybody? This is Vish the Dish, and welcome back to the Hubhopper podcast. Thanks to the overwhelming positive feedback from the tens of listeners who gave episode one a chance, our team here at Hubhopper and I myself have been validated to continue with this podcast at least for a little while. If you're a new listener, and no doubt you probably are, here's the rundown. We're going to be talking about the most interesting, random, bizarre, and largely uncovered stories that you can find online. We want to bring you something fresh, something you might not have expected, and hopefully you'll learn a thing or two. Let me start off by saying this. Happy New Year everyone! I love this period of the year because it's when the world is at its most ambitious and optimistic, and things are yet to crumble apart, as they inevitably will. People are looking to the future with wonder and hope in their eyes, but who's to say what will happen in that future? I'll tell you who. Baba Vanga. She's kind of famous, so you may have heard of her already, but I'll give you a little background anyway. There was this lady in Bulgaria, Vangelia Pandeva Gustarova, Excuse my pronunciation if you happen to know Bulgarian, but I think it's alright. And, uh, according to Wikipedia, she was a blind mystic, clairvoyant, and herbalist. She grew up in a mountainous part of Bulgaria, mainly with the help of neighbours and family friends, because her father had been conscripted into the army, and her mother had died when she was young. Through her youth, she was considered intelligent, and she had this mad affinity for herbs and healing... Like, she would make up games where her friends would pretend to be ill and she would prescribe them medicinal herbs. Which sounds like a pretty adult game to me, if you know what I mean. But hey, those were simpler times up in the Koju Mountains. She's told the story herself of how she went blind, and oh, it's a doozy. She was picked up and thrown into a field by, get this, a tornado! She survived being flung around by a tornado! That's unbelievable! That's- who survives that s**t? Anyways, apparently she was found after a long search, but was in a lot of pain because of all the sand and dust that got in her eyes, and because she only had enough money for an operation to partially heal her injuries, she gradually lost her sight. So this blind Bulgarian country girl, who then went to a school for the blind and learned how to read braille, play the piano, knit, cook and clean, and who on top of that had to come home to work and look after her family. This girl grew up to be a world-famous psychic who accurately predicted a lot of events, almost all of which had nothing to do with her, and many that occurred after her own death. The most famous one has to be the attack on the Twin Towers in New York on 9-11. All the way back in 1989, that's 12 years prior, she predicted this, saying, horror, horror. The American brothers will fall after being attacked by the steel birds, the wolves will be howling in a bush, and innocent blood will be gushing. That's insane. And also super dramatic, which is not surprising since all of her prophecies never came out directly from her. They were actually always recorded in some way by her staff and people around her, and then later many of them were published in books. She's so popular in the Balkans and in Russia that there's a Russian website dedicated to her, called The Great Encyclopedia of Vanga. And it's exactly that. It's a whole online catalogue with her biography, her predictions, her photos. I'm gonna go through this and share some of my top picks from her list of predictions, just to give you more of an idea of the scale of her clairvoyance and mysticism about both past and future events. Bear with me as well, because I'm reading stuff that's been translated by Google from Russian, so it may not come out the best. I mean, I'm going to be summarizing most of it, but there are bits that I'm just going to read out as it's written right here. So it begins in the year 3,593,000 BC. And by it begins, I mean life begins. Life on Earth began in 3,593,000 BC. And get this, it says... Reasonable life has an unearthly origin, and is brought to Earth from the outside, from outer space. Yeah, she said that aliens brought life to Earth. It's not that wild a theory, but she also said that in 5612 BC, aliens visited Earth from a hypothetical planet in the solar system, then 4,000 years later, they come back and leave some sarcophagi scattered around the world in reliable storages. So far, I think you'd agree that these are the ramblings of a crazy person. But let's take a look at some more modern history. In 1943, a Swedish diplomat named Wallenberg disappeared without a trace, with some people thinking he had been captured by the GPU, which is the Russian secret police, and put in a concentration camp. But some people thought that he was alive and living under a false identity in South America. 52 years later, in August 1995, Baba Vanga was shown a photograph of the guy and says that he's dead, in no uncertain terms, that on the orders of a Soviet politician, he was thrown into one of Stalin's camps and died there. Four months later, in December, Russian authorities declassified Wallenberg's files and everything she had said turned out to be true. How about in September 1952, when she predicted that Joseph Stalin would die in March 1953. Because of this prediction, she was actually put in prison for a short time, but lo and behold, on March 5th, 1953, Stalin died of a stroke at his personal residence. A decade later, she predicted an assassination attempt on the 35th President of the US, four months before what turned out to be a successful attempt on the life of JFK in November 1963. In 1965, Baba Vanga predicted the imminent death of Lal Bahadur Shastri and the subsequent election of Indira Gandhi. In fact, she even corrected her own prediction to state that Gandhi would not have two but three terms in power. 1966 rolls around, and sure enough, Lal Bahadur Shastri suffers a heart attack on the 11th of January. Following that, Indira Gandhi soon becomes Prime Minister. Five years later, boom, second term. Six years after that, though, whoa, hold up. No third term. At this point, I'm pretty sure people were like, yeah, that Bulgarian lady's a fraud. But they would have spoken too soon, because in the following elections in 1980, she regained her post as Prime Minister of India, and Baba Vanga was in the clear. During and around this time, there's some more accurate predicting and some more general wishy-washy stuff, like in 1979, when those aliens from that hypothetical planet came back, but this time she spoke to them through her inner gaze. Here, actually, we get a little explanation on the use of the word prediction and more on this inner gaze of hers. I'll just read the section out. Describing the phenomenon of Vanga's clairvoyance, we often use the word prediction. But prediction is just a word and a concept from our language. In fact, Vanga sees a person's life with an inner gaze, as it were, on film. And this film is able to scroll into the past and future of every person who lives physically in this period of time. The same applies to events in the life of society whose actors are the same concrete people. So back to the timeline of her predictions, and we get to the part about her predicting Indira Gandhi's death. In 1969, Vanga exclaimed, She will be ruined by a dress. I see an orange-yellow dress in smoke and fire. She's talking about Gandhi here. Her omen obviously came true on October 31st, 1984. The Prime Minister was scheduled to meet a famous English writer, and since she was interested in literature and was excited to meet this guy, she herself decided to wear a bright saffron-coloured sari, because it would apparently look spectacular on the blue tone of the television screen. She also wore a bulletproof vest initially, but decided against it at the last minute. As we in India all know, she was assassinated that day, gunned down by two killers. Her orange-yellow dress was in caustic smoke and fire. According to Wikipedia, in early August 1976, Yugoslav actress and singer Silvana Armenulić was on tour in Bulgaria and decided to meet with Baba Vanga. The meeting was unpleasant. Vanga only sat and stared out a window with her back to Silvana. She didn't speak. After a long time, Vanga finally spoke. Nothing. You do not have to pay. I do not want to speak with you. Not now. Go and come back in three months. As Silvana turned around and walked towards the door, Vanga said, Wait! In fact, you will not be able to come. Go, go. If you can come back in three months, do so. Silvana obviously took this as confirmation that she would die, and left Vanga's home in tears. She died two months later in a car crash with her sister, Miriana. If all this really was predicted by Baba Vanga, and her inner gaze really did see all these events as though they were on film, she must have had an incredibly distressing life. Baba Vanga even saw her own death. That cannot have been fun. In 1990, she predicted that she would die on August 11th, 1996, and that's exactly when it happened. Her predictions don't end at her death, though. Like I mentioned earlier, she had already predicted the 9-11 attack 12 years before it happened, and there's more where that came from. Let me just reel some off. In 2008, humans will get rid of cancer. I guess we're still working on that one. In 2018, scientists will discover a unique medicine that is necessary for the restoration of strength and human health. The drug will contain mainly the hormones of horses, dogs and turtles. Uh, This one sounds like a lot of bad animal testing is about to go into it. In 2024, Russia's era of peace and prosperity will be established, and it will last exactly 1,000 years. So we've got about six more years of the current turmoil before we can expect 1,000 years of lasting peace. In 2050, scientists will make major discoveries in the intangible. That is super vague, but then it goes on to say, spacecraft will start flying at the speed of light. Now that went from 0 to 100 real quick. It goes on. In the year 2170, Hungarian scientists will build equipment with the help of which we will catch signals from extraterrestrial civilizations in outer space. And nine years after that, in 2179, people of the Earth will establish contact with brothers on reason from other worlds. I don't know what brothers on reason means, but most likely we're talking about representatives from that hypothetical planet that keeps cropping up in her prophecies. There's so much more that she's predicted, both accurately and inaccurately, and a lot of predictions that have been wrongly attributed to her. For example, there's the one where she predicted that the 44th president of the United States would be African-American, Barack Obama, but she also predicted that he would be the last president of the United States, which has already been found to be untrue. There are books, documentaries, YouTube videos, there's so much information about Baba Vanga to explore, I really can't cover it all here. So I urge you to take some time to get some research done, and find out exactly when you're gonna die. I feel kind of awkward, because in the last episode, I spoke really confidently about not believing in anything supernatural, but what the f**k? I am freaking out about this stuff. Like, how is this sh- possible? She's also not even the only psychic out there. I mean you all remember Paul the Octopus, the octopus that predicted results at the 2010 Football World Cup. Initially I was skeptical about that to say the least, but after reading all this I'm starting to doubt myself. I think I'm going to do a few weeks of like non-super freaky topics on this podcast and hopefully that'll sort me out a little bit. Before I go, this episode was once again sponsored by Trico Air Purifiers. They've got a wide range of purifiers to go everywhere, in your car, your living room, your bedroom. Go to www.trico.in to learn more about their range of products. That's it for this week. I hope you guys liked this episode. Give it a like, a share, a comment, a follow, whatever you can to help spread the word. And maybe hit us up on Twitter or Facebook to let us know what subjects you want us to cover here. Until next time then, peace!